0: Welcome to Snack Impact. I'm your host, Bobby Ann, and today I'm joined by Danielle, the owner and founder of the original mixed nut and seed butter, Netso. Danielle is also the co-founder of the nonprofit organization, Project Left Behind. Danielle, thank you so much for being here to talk about snacks with us today. I'm really excited to hear more about Netso. Oh,
1: thank you. I'm so excited to be here. So thanks for having me.
0: Yes, absolutely. It is my pleasure for sure. So I am a very visual shopper and I have to say the very first time that I saw Nutso on the shelf, it was a big eye catcher because you have this nice, colorful, bright um, label. And then you have this interesting jar, which is upside down and nuts <laughs> so no it actually
1: has you know has a purpose as well so um, we do that obviously marketing being your background uh, is eye-catching but if you love natural nut butters and then natural oils actually separate because we don't add any hydrogenated oils or coconut oil so it's just a cute little trick because all those natural oils separate to the bottom of the jar which is really the top so when you turn it around you stir it there's no oil all over the jar so it's like it's a trick, but it looks cool too.
0: <laughs> it does. It's very eye catching. And i that's so interesting. Cause I, you know, I've seen a lot of other products and that like kind of upside down choice. And I was, I was really curious about what that purpose was that that makes so much more sense. Um, my family, were a super peanut butter, like nut family. And, um, I, I actually didn't know that that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. about keeping everything all all together because that really is the worst part about getting like a product where it starts to separate. So that's that's a really smart choice. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Um, but as interesting as the packaging is, it's really about what's in the jar is the most important thing, right? So what is it that makes nuts so special and makes it different from other nut butters?
1: I know. So we have like one of our most unique things is that it's seven nuts and seeds. So we were the original, so we were a 12-year-old company, and we basically brought into the minds of all, like, not just a mono butter, like an almond butter, cashew butter, or a peanut butter, but why not have a multitude of nuts and seeds in your nut butter so you can get different vitamins and minerals from every different nut and seed? So that's the whole purpose of NUTSO.
0: So that is a lot of protein packed into one snack, too. I'm sure there are a yeah. lot of moms out there that are really happy to have that option for their kiddos.
1: Yeah. And it's a complete protein. So you could put it on a banana or an apple and actually get your nine essential amino acids. So it's for like on the go picky eaters, you know, it's just hard to get you and they like that nut butter sandwich. I mean, it's not so great for that.
0: Yeah. And you guys have a lot of different flavors too, which is always a good choice for kids. And well, just anybody really, it's always nice to have a variety of different snacks to choose from. Uh, My personal favorite one is the chocolate power fuel. That was the first one that I ever Mm. tried. And it has been a staple of my snack cabinet ever since. (laughs) I know.
1: Thanks. I mean, what I love the most about that one is if I'm in the mood to indulge, like I'll actually stir it, put it in the fridge and it gets kind of hard, like fudge. And then you can just eat it with a spoon. I mean, it is pretty magical. That's for
0: sure. <laughs> it is. It's definitely just a dessert right in the jar itself. You really don't need anything mm-hmm. extra with it. It's but so good. But two grams
1: of sugar. I mean, that's it. So it's like, you don't have to feel guilty, you know? So that's why I kind of make healthy, nutritious, like high quality ingredients and you don't need to add sugar to make it taste good. So
0: Perfect. Perfect. Absolutely. Especially with summer coming up, everybody's a little more health conscious and looking for something like that. That is a great, like to go snack, especially if you're wanting something sweeter. So I know it would be kind of like asking you who your favorite child is, but (laughs) (laughs) what is your favorite nutso product at the moment?
1: Yeah. So right now I'm actually eating a lot of Bold Bites. I'm a snacker. I don't really sit down and like have three square meals a day and I know I'm not alone. So our new Bold Bites are basically our nut butter in a bar, but we have um, kind of this uh, uniqueness that a, there's not a lot of sugar. So I made sure that there's uh double the protein to sugar content. So if it has 10 grams of protein, only less than five grams of sugar, and then there's some um, neat, uh, yeah, so we've got also some uh, uniqueness in that uh, two of them have collagen. So I've been eating, I've been going between the peanut pro plus collagen, because collagen is great for your skin and your nails um and also the matcha so there's a powerfield matcha one and I don't use like matcha but it has ginger in it it's very good so i just like i just like to peel a little bit off and pop a little piece in my mouth and kind of keep on working so that's kind of what i've been into so
0: yeah and those are pretty new right
1: yeah 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 we launched them uh like a year ago. i'm constantly on the go and just you know driving dropping a kid off here picking up groceries you know just constantly going and i really find myself just needing to grab something to kind of take with me so that I can kind of fuel my body and not, you know, hit like a low point and keep my energy level up. And so that's why we, you know, decided to launch these Bold Bites because it's kind of like this on the go snacking, but low in sugar. So.
0: That's such a great option. Cause I know that is so hard to find, especially if you're one of those people that go down the grocery aisle and you're like actually checking the back of the box. You're like, you know, the packaging looks nice and like healthy. And, and then you get to rating you're like, Oh man, there's a lot of sugar in that. There's a lot of like so preservatives hard, in that. It? You're like, yeah. man, I really thought I had something good here. So I'm, I'm really glad to hear that you guys are, are doing well with those because I, we need more of that in the world for sure. Mm-hmm for sure. Thank you. Um, and I understand that the original very first nut butter, nutso nut butter was created right in your kitchen, right? For your son. It
1: was. Yeah. 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 So um, I was trying to solve a problem, which a lot of times that's how you like launch a business is you're trying to solve a problem and there's nothing out there to solve the problem with. So you have to create it on your own. Right. So Um, we had, uh, just adopted a little boy who was three and a half years old from the Ukraine and he would not eat. He was in the 5% on height and weight. He was super tiny and I had tried everything and I loved to cook. And so he just, he had a lot of texture issues because he had just porridges when he was growing up in the orphanage. And so he didn't know how to chew and swallow. Um, that's a lot of different muscles in your neck and your mouth. And so, um, I got this idea because I love nut butters. I'm like, I'm going to make this like, again, complete protein because you love bananas. And so Mm -hmm. that's what I did. I took a bunch of different nuts and seeds because they all have different vitamins and minerals. I threw them in my food processor, add a little flaxseed oil because um, omega-3s. And I whipped it up and he loved bananas. Like he was so into um, bananas. And so I had sliced up, and I put a little dollop of this nut butter on top and he ate it. And I was super excited because like Greg didn't eat anything. So at the time, now he has got a wide palate, but back then he didn't. So that's really how it got started. So the peanut pro with the penis is how nutso was launched.
0: <laughs> and that is a super win for any mom with a picky eater anyway.
1: Oh, Yeah, it's not something any mom wants to deal with. You because you stress out. You're like, they've got to get all their vitamins and minerals. You know. Wow,
0: I love that. That that is. I absolutely love that story. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, With that, how did you go from taking this homemade nut butter that you created for your kids and transition that into a whole nut butter business?
1: I know it was I mean it wasn 't an overnight success by any stretch. I was working full time um, here in San Diego, and uh, so I knew I wanted to start my own business, and um, I just never kind of knew what it was, so I feel like you have to kind of have an entrepreneurial you know mindset anyway and I was making this product for like birthday parties for friends, and obviously I was eating a ton Greg was eating a ton and Finally, one day it just kind of came to me because, um, you know, I was just making it and I'm like, I keep making it. And somebody was like, why don't you just go and buy it? And I'm like, well, there's no such thing as a multi nut butter out there and nothing that's a complete protein. And it had a ton of omega-3s in it. So um, I got the idea. I'm like, hey, what if I become the first, you know, make this amazing nut butter and who doesn't love nut butter? And, um, and so that's what happened, but it's really one step in front of the other. I mean, now we're a national company, but at the time, you know, we started off in Jimbo's, which is a really small store here in San Diego. It's a great store. And we just kind of worked our way out. Um, sales is really my background. So just one store, one step in front of the other. And you just, all of a sudden you've got 20 stores, 50 stores, hundred stores, you know, you just have to keep working right (laughs) keep grinding
0: I'm sure at this point that seems like a million years ago how big you guys have grown now right right I know now we're in 10,000 stores so yeah it's it's, that's amazing it feels like
1: yeah a long time ago (laughs) a lot of different things I stressed about that I don't you know that aren't a big deal now but you just you have no idea what you're you know such a big learning curve everything's a huge stressor so
0: right you don't know until you know (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's <all> right. <laughs> um, with the growing to such a big business and you guys have had such a successful last year, all of that coming from just, just a homemade product, which is so amazing. At what point did you decide that it needed to be moved a little forward with with the profits and what you were going to do with that? Because Nutso actually supports a nonprofit called Project Left Behind. Mm -hmm. And at what point in your business did you decide that you were going to elevate that and start this nonprofit?
1: Yeah, so the nonprofit came simultaneously. So I actually co-founded the project off behind the same year and same month that I actually launched the business. So, wow. what I would say to anyone that wants to, you know, there's a lot of great nonprofits out there and um I had my own individual reasoning for doing it this way, but um you know, I really wanted to be involved. So, you know, I go and vet out every children's home that we support, that Project goes Behind supports. Uh, we take a group of women down to Peru every year to volunteer at one of the projects, so it's super fun. Uh, so I'm all about getting really involved, but I, w- the one thing I would definitely say, I feel like consumers are super smart, and they can smell authenticity, like, um, you know, unauthentic people, brands, like, they can smell, you know, like so easily. And I feel like you really need to be authentic. So uh, Project Left Behind, it's so easy to be passionate about that because I adopted two boys. And so you kind of learn the plight of all these children and how it's, of course, it's just by luck on where we're all born in the world. And so I can get very passionate because you need passion and passion drive success in the sense that like you're not going to tire out like you've got this big passion project that you're really all about right so it just you need to feel passion or you're not going to have the energy to sustain all of the hours and stress that it takes to launch a business like it really does like it's it's more than I, I I don't know I mean, I would always probably do it again, but like, you just don't realize all of the hours it takes to really make something into a business. Like it's phenomenal, but don't get overwhelmed. If you do that one step in front of the other, then you won't
0: get overwhelmed, but it is, you know, you have to have passion. And what did your family think about that when you're start you're launching this business for the first time? So you're a first time entrepreneur. Yeah. And then on top of that, in the same year, you're launching this big project. Did your family think you were crazy or they were like, No, like yeah. she's got it? Like she's super mom anyway, so this is gonna work out.
1: I think it was a it was a mix between that. I mean, my parents are great because like you know how you always know what your parents are thinking, even if they actually say it or not, right? Right. Like we just can all, we can always read our parents' mind. And so it was very much like that for myself because I ended up quitting my full-time job and I had a great job. And so I know my parents thought I was crazy. Like, it sounds crazy, right? Oh, I'm going to start this nut butter company. Not like there's not a million nut butters out there. I mean, there's some huge ones that we all grew up on and stuff. And so But at the same time, I don't think they said anything because they kind of knew if anybody could do it, I could do it, you know? So they had this weird, like, probably um, just pull, you know, the kind of give and take where, you know, they didn't know how it was all going to end up, but they just knew if anyone could do it, I could do it. And they believed in me. So you can't, you know, fault them for that because. They're they're huge supporters now. I mean, it's really kind of cute to see them. They're very proud. So (laughs) they get it now.
0: (laughs) That's so special to have too, because I I know a lot of business owners who did not have the luxury of having support when they kicked off their business. It was more of just well, good luck, you know, and so having that supportive family is is so important, especially when you have these big ideas and you can see much further in the future of your idea than other people can. Um, So that's, that's very special. I'm I'm really glad to hear Mm -hmm. that. With you being so passionate about what Project Left Behind is, can you tell us more about what Project Left Behind does?
1: Yeah, that um, I would love to. So we're really into education, uh, and this took some time. I mean, obviously, the the essentials are food, clothing, and shelter, right? If kids don't have that, uh, education is not worth anything. But um, so we have to make sure they they have food, clothing, and shelter. And uh, but education is really the way that they're going to go and change. The next generation right and it's everything so what we're super passionate about and this has taken 12 years just to kind of figure out which projects we really want to support uh and what i'm super excited about is we have two boys in peru that just started going to a um, college one of them wants to to study some sort of medicine, uh, and the other one is actually going to culinary school, which is really close to my heart, just because uh. I love to cook and I'm into food. Uh, but it's so much fun, you know. And I don't know how it's going to end for them, but like just the idea of like, you know, I'm talking. I've been to both of their homes, and they live mm-hmm. uh, way up in the mountains. There's no running water. There's yeah. uh, no carpeting. It's all dirt floors. Guinea pigs in the kitchen. You know, we're talking bare bones. So to see these kids like have a chance to go to college like that is going to change I mean that's going to change their future and their children's future and their children's children's future I mean that's really how we do it right is Education. Super exciting. yeah,
0: that is building complete legacy. Just like you said, that will continue and not only change their lives, but multiple generations down the road. That is going to make such a huge difference. Hmm. Um, that's so amazing to hear too, that you've had, and these are boys that have been in the program for a while or. Yeah.
1: So yes, they've been with a woman. Uh, her name was Isabel. She has a, a home in the Sacred Valley. Unfortunately, she just passed away in January she had the cancer. Yeah. So that was super sad but we uh, were that. able to yeah fly down in January and say goodbye. Um, but the home is still being run by her daughter and we've been going down for probably the last four or five years uh, to build floors, paint walls, you know, um, really support the children's home and it's uh, been amazing so we've gotten really close to these kids but yeah these are the first two to kind of go on to a secondary yeah kind of step up, so it's pretty cool.
0: that is so amazing yeah. to hear. I'm sure that has been such a big deal for you guys. just for everyone involved just being able to watch that progress and seeing all of your efforts coming to into light and that totally. is just that is amazing to hear. I love that so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that. um I know that that is just not just for them but for everyone you serve that Making a difference in a child's life is, even if it's just for a brief moment, whether it's for shoes or clothes or whatever it is, that is that is pulled throughout their entire lifetime. And that mm-hmm. is so important, especially in children and in areas like that where they don't have the advantages of just, you know, having the programs and things that we do here in America. So for you guys to be taking that much effort to make a difference in their lives. Just personally would like to thank you for sharing that and, um, on all of the efforts that you guys do. That is amazing. And that was one of the main reasons I wanted to have Nutso so highlighted here on the podcast, because I think that is an amazing, amazing amount of work that you guys are doing. Um, if, thank you. Well, thank mm-hmm. you so much for sharing that. Um, if people are listening and they would like to support Project Left Behind, what is the best way to get involved and support that?
1: Yeah, the best way is to actually go to projectleftbehind.org and uh, just go to the donation page. And it's very easy to obviously give a donation. The other thing is to just go out and buy Nesso because Nusso, um is the parent company and, um a certain amount of the proceeds go to Project Left Behind every year. That's how we support a portion of the nonprofit. We do take private donations, but you just being a loyal customer is helping us do our job. So we thank you. And we couldn't have Project Left Behind without Netzo, So.
0: <laughs> well, I don't think any of us here will have any problem indulging in all of the delicious products to help make an impact, but also just enjoy The awesome products that you guys have. Um, But I will definitely also link all of that information for Project Left Behind in the show notes, as well as post it all on our social media. So you can find that information there afterwards too. As a social entrepreneur yourself, somebody who is so invested in making a positive impact on the world, what would be the best advice that you could give to a new entrepreneur who's thinking about launching something like this?
1: Yeah, I mean again I just go back to it. it has to be something that you can get passionate about and be authentic about and um, those two things kind of go hand in hand because you're going to need something that's going to take you to the finish line besides just that you know nine to five kind of mentality because you gotta you know definitely want to um, come up with solutions there's going to be a million fires and problems that you're going to have to solve every day and so you need passion and passion comes from, you know, wanting to make a difference, right, we can all think it's one thing, I mean, everyone has one thing that you, you know, want to go to the rooftops and shout from the rooftops for change, and so what is that, like, for me, it's uh, it's children, disadvantaged children, but for you, it could be the planet, it could be animals, it could be, you know, um, the rainforest, I mean, it really, the sky's the limit, right, but if we all did just a little bit, right, if we just like went a little bit closer to changing the world. Like we just, even one child, that's huge, right? If we all just changed a child's life, one child's life, that would be such an impact on the world. And so, you know, we're all trying to just make the world a better place. So I say passion and um, and authenticity.
0: I 100% agree with that. I think in a, definitely in a world we're living on social media and we're always just putting our highlight reels out there, being authentic and, you know, having that in, in the core of starting your business, knowing exactly what your values are. I think that is extremely valuable advice. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You've talked about a couple of times, um, you know, when you've been building Nutso and starting Project Left Behind, that you are just taking things a little step at a time, that you are doing it just one foot in front of the other. When people are looking at a large project like Project Left Behind and they get inspired and they're loving what, what you're doing and they want to start something themselves, sometimes it can be a little overwhelming or intimidating even to get started, right?
1: Um, mm-hmm. What would
0: be, what would you suggest would be a good first step for people who want to get started with making? Impact,
1: yeah. So, um, so I can talk about food brands since I'm a food brand, but if we want food, (laughs) okay. And so, if you were launching a food brand, I would say start with sourcing, you know, um, because you got to source your ingredients anyway. So, do you want to feel proud about how you're sourcing those ingredients to sell them, right? So, for instance we need brazil nuts we use a lot of brazil nuts and that we actually um, have a farm one of our farms is down in peru uh in the um, southern eastern side of peru and i've been there to visit the farm and and really the the farm is set up so that it can help these uh, indigenous people get out of mining because there's a lot of mining down there that's ruining and devastating the land. and so um so it's kind of cool so just just sourcing our ingredients in a place like that that's helping a farmer you know basically get out of a bad situation like it's it's kind of there's a multitude of things we're helping right so i would say sourcing your ingredients would be the first step in like really making a change i mean could we source everything from china and like you know just be done with it sure, but we're making more of an impact by, you know, getting our Brazil notes from
0: Peru. So that is fantastic advice, especially for somebody who's just starting out that those are the type of things that you really don't think about until you're in the middle of it, right?
1: (laughs) That's true. You you don't always
0: think about those first steps and you don't see it when you, when you have this great idea and you want to move forward with it. Um, those, those beginning steps will ultimately be ingrained in the base of your business and will continue out through the rest of your building and all of your growth moving forward. So mm-hmm. I love that advice. That is Perfect. I love all of the advice. I love the tidbits that you've shared about just like growing nuts. so and the delicious products. I, I am a big fan myself. Like I said, the chocolate power fuel is a staple <laughs> in my own snack cabinet. Um, it's I one of my it. favorites. And I, I haven't got a chance to try out the bars yet, but that will be on my next grocery list for sure. Um, is there oh, anything you. else that you would like to share with the listeners before we go?
1: Just thank you. I mean, I think, you know, especially in this time, right? We're in a, a bit of a pandemic. Um, and my heart just goes out to the, all the local businesses that are really struggling. There's a lot of smaller brands. I mean, we all need you to help us kind of get through this. And so whenever possible, you know, just going out and, and doing takeout at your favorite restaurant. And, you know, I just, I hope and pray that everyone can make it through this because it's so sad. There's been so much, uh, We put so much into making our businesses and getting them to where they are. And it just, it it hurts my heart to see someone possibly lose their business out of something that was out of their control. I mean, it's just, it's so sad. So, so just wishing everyone the best of luck and, you know, and, and support all your local businesses when you can. So.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. I 100% am behind that. Um, where would be the best place to find nuts?o And where we can all connect with you? Great.
1: So we are in Walmart, uh, Whole Foods. We are in Sprouts, uh, Costco's across the U.S. Uh, you could even buy us on Amazon. So a lot of e-commerce. I do a ton of shopping online. So you know, just go on to nutso.com and check out our locator page. And I'm sure we're in your favorite grocery store chain.
0: (laughs) Very accessible. I love it. You will be so easy to find. And I hope that you all listening will go out and get your first jar of nutso. If you have not tried it yet, It's delicious. You will not be sorry. It's very kid-friendly, very adult-friendly. I know you will love it. Danielle, thank you so much for being here with me today and sharing all of your nuggets of knowledge and snack talking with us.
1: Yeah, thank you. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening. You can find all of the information discussed in today's episode in the show notes. Just visit snackandpatchpodcast.com. To continue the snack conversation, find the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Snack Impact Pod.